0: No, I didn't. I saw that you sent it, thank you, but I didn't have a chance. To, we're talking about the, the Tov HaMetiv, we'll get to that as well. Why it's a very, uh, um, uh, that uh, has to do with Betar. So there were a lot of uh, interesting things. Good morning, Pete. So we're going to start at the two dots on the bottom of 30B. Laman Ahmed Bez. Omer Ebu Shippen <speaking> Gamliel. Lo hayo tov in the Yisrael kachamisha oser ba'aba uve kiyoma there were no better days for the Jewish people than the uh, days of special, unique days on the calendar, days of love of a Kaddish that are since their unique days. So, by the way, just like a bad day, uh Tisha B'Av is not a good day to have a case with a Gentile in court. So, too, a good day is a time, to, for example, an Adar, but also on a day when Hashem shows his love for Klau Yisrael, that's a good day to have a shidduch. You know, that's a good day to, in other words, to do good things on good days. You know, there are days when, days where Hashem uh, shows love for Klaw Yisrael, so that's a day to, to pick for certain special things. So let's see. Bishleim, uh, the Gemara says, I understand Yom Kippurim is a good day. That's because it's a day of forgiveness. And, uh, that's also a day that's chosen for marriage, because one of the basis of marriage is that uh, people will make mistakes, and there needs to be forgiveness. That's, that's uh, my own two cents. But at any rate, it's also a day of second chances. It's a day where the second set of tablets, the luchos, were given. We do not focus enough on that. I say we, I mean me. But uh, in general, the fact that Yom Kippur is a day of giving of the Torah, it's really not thought, to, we're, we're really, we have so many sins to take care of, <laughs> that's so much to, to worry about getting atonement, we don't think about the idea that the Torah was given on Yom Kippur. That's when, the, that's when Moshe Rabbeinu came down with the with the second Lukos. Uh, part of that is that there was another chance. Yom Kippur means that we get a chance to receive the Torah, we blew it the first time, but we get another chance. So, Since all of that is Yom Kippur, you see it's a very unique day. So that, the Gemara says, we would understand that that would be chosen (laughs) for uh, that that was one of the great days. Ella, Tuba of Mahi. Where does Tuba of, it's not mentioned in Tanakh. It's not mentioned in the Torah itself. But before we do that, let's see, there's a great Rashi here. Rashi, Shinitnu nubalucho sakronos. The interesting thing is the Torah doesn't even tell us that the Luch, the date of the luchah, we got to figure it out. So there is this idea um, that the first giving of the Torah was very public, uh, har Sinai, the whole world knew, and it was a very big ceremony, and um, it didn't work out well. It didn't take long till uh, we blew it, and so then we got the luchos again. So there's an idea in the in the medrash and other places, is that. Um, it was decided that the second time wasn't going to be so loud, so public. It would be more in secret or more in quiet, uh, just, just between us and Hashem, so to speak. And there's an idea that uh, the certain success in this world comes from things that are done quiet. There are people, uh, certain European Jews, who were very insistent on that, who did things very quietly and secretly uh, to an extreme you know, where they did not, you know, they still a hate, they used to say, like, you know, let's, they, they, didn't, they didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to, uh, it's like try asking a person how many grandchildren they had, they'll never tell you. You know, like they, 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 if you didn't say it, they wanted to keep it quiet. It was like, uh, um, so it's interesting. There is this concept that the Lukos Sachronos were given, Torah to doesn't even say what day they were given, but it's uh, yeah. But we figured out it's Yom Kippur. Let's see Rashi. Rashi figured it out. She didn't know about Achronos. And so Rashi explains, how do you get that? So, Shebayud Zain Betamas, because we know the starting point is on the 17th of Thomas, Yorid Moshe Minahar Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Mount Kila, Vesheber Luchos, and he broke them. The original tablets were broken on Shiva osur Betamas, Ubayud And on the 18th, Tochan Esa Egel, he was busy grinding up the golden calf. The Don Esoposim and judging the guilty parties of Olamorim. And then he went back up. And he was up, uh, up there, wherever there is. He was up in the heavens 80 days. Uh, what was he doing up there? So the first 40 days he was davening 40 days and 40 nights. So that was the first 40 days. And what did he do the second 40 days? If he was, especially if he wasn't davening, what was he doing? These 40 days were just like the first 40 days. He doesn't tell us what he was doing. Um, The Medrash tells us all kinds of interesting stuff. He was like arguing with the angels, with the Malachim and making the case to receive the Torah. there's something called tefillah and there's something called going to Shemayim to receive the Torah. It's two different, two different powers. Tefillah it, it sometimes is sometimes thought of as judgment. He was trying to win the case uh, to uh, get atonement for Klai Yisrael and then he had to actively receive it. Receiving, the, the, he was up there receiving it. I'm not giving a total answer but I'm trying to explain what, what the second 40 days were about. Okay, so... Uh, so if you go from the 17th of Thomas Ad Yom Kippurim, it's 80 days. How do you get 80? So if 17th of Tamas was when they broke, and then they went up the next day on the 18th, so you got 12 days left. Uh, and to who? Because that month was Khasr. And then you have the Shloshim daav, you've got the 30 days of Av, the Tishva of Elo, and you've got the 29th of Elo, Hari um, Echad, that's 71, the Tishrei, and then you've got the 9 days of Tishrei, Hari Shimonim Melm, it's 80 days. the Tzom, and uh, the night of, the, of Yom Kippur, Hishlim. The, you have to, if 80 full days... Doesn't the Toro Torah, you didn't have 80 full days until the day of Yom Kippur. Because it only works out 80 if you include the night of the 17th of Thomas. The Lohabi Bechashma that wasn't included, the Hainafik Lake, Bar B'Shash O'Lahashta. So now it comes out, you have 80 full days. La'ilav Yom, day and night, Uboker, Yom Kippur, Yorid, and the morning of Yom Kippur, that was when Moshe Rabbeinu came down with the second Shu. Now, that day, listen to this. You know why Yom Kippur was picked for forgiveness? Because that's when Hashem let us know that, well, I I was planning on wiping you out. You deserved it. Uh, But I, I changed my mind and I forgave you. And so since that was the original thing that took place on Yom Kippur, okay kippur this is a good day to have for Yom Kippur in the future. It's, it's not how we think. It's like it was Yom Kippur, and that's why Hashem brought the Torah down. Since the bringing of the Torah showed the forgiveness, that's why that day was chosen uh, for Yom Kippur. So kippur. without the chet egel, there would not have been Yom Kippur. Yep. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Um, it's, it, Rashi here is uncharacteristically long, at least that Rashi and Gomorrah very rarely bring, you know, it's, it's usually like you figure it out, but over here Rashi kind of spoon-fed us on the 80 days. Uh, but it's interesting how that uh, how that worked out. Uh, and the, also the fact that Rashi ended kakshamati, this is what I heard. So everything else he didn't hear, this this I heard from someone, you know, it's just, just interesting, it's interesting. Uh, but... Um, that's that's the way Rashi says it. Uh, so I, I think it just adds to our understanding of Yom Kippur, certainly, about it. The Yom Kippur is the day where Hashem decided that I'm going to give you another chance, that he was going to give klaus Yisrael the, the Torah that we have uh, is based on the idea that there was the original Yom Kippur, as Rashi says. Uh, yeah. Uh, we didn't know, but that was the day when we actually got the Torah. That was when we got it. So I guess until you get it, it's that uh, you're, you're asking a good question. In other words, that after Moshe Daven, so Hashem said, okay, you can receive the Torah again. I forgive them, uh, right? So why is it that, um, what, you know, the, you're, ask, you're asking an interesting question, Dr. Yavin. Do you have an answer to that? Uh-huh, okay. You're asking that really they were forgiven earlier, and it's actually the receipt, it was it was the formal acknowledgement that they were forgiven, uh, was Yom Kippur, so to speak. 40 days earlier was actually Rosh Kodesh right? Right, 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 right. That's fascinating. It was Rosh Elo was the, it uh, was 40 days earlier, right? right. So that's the actual, uh, which makes sense, by the way, that Rosh Kodesh Elo would be the time that, uh, you know, we were forgiven, or the... um, It could be that until you have the actual action that shows the forgiveness, then it's not completed. Like, that's the... um, It could be Hashem agreed, but until it actually... Just like the Torah was given at Sinai, but until they brought the luchos down, there's something unique about the bringing down of the luchos uh, into Klau Yisrael. That's the proof, maybe. It's uh, It's it's, one thing to say, okay, mobile. Right, right. So, uh, but it's very interesting. I get you know, a lot of things you could pick up from studying these Gemara. Just basic Yom Kippur. Okay, back to the Gemara. But Yom Kippur is the easy one. Uh, the one that's a little more complicated is the Tuba of. Why would that be the best day of the year? Uh, yom, lo hayo yomim tovim l'Yisrael. There's no better days for Klau Yisrael. So, uh, what happened on El Etuba of Maihi? What happened on the 15th of Av? So, Om um, Rav Om so, it's a, uh, so he said the following. And again, the way I understood this, Gemara, is um, that uh, just the way we're saying that good, days, uh, good things happen on good days and bad things happen on bad days, if you see um, from the historical events that happened, you see a certain pattern, it gives you an indication of what the, uh, the Kedusha in that day, that's inherited in that day. Um, you could find a thread of the, all of the things that happened, uh, but it's tough because there's so many. You have to show how each one is really the same type of theme. Um, there is an overall theme of uh, of allowing uh, barriers that were put up are removed, that barriers that are there are removed, barriers to marriage and uh, barriers to, um, uh, to other things that... Uh, they they're removed on that day, and so that's a day. If there were things that were preventing things from happening, uh, the person didn't have their shidduch yet, or whatever, the barriers are removed. So the first thing that happened is a uh shahut yeshvatim lavo zebazah. The tribes were allowed to intermarry with each other. My doorsh, uh, and uh, what? Do, how do we know that? Because it says by the daughters that daughters of Slavla were commanded not to marry out of their tribe. As we said, in order that the property stay within the tribe, that the character of see every shmita or every yovel was going to come back, and we wanted it to. We wanted the the integrity of the tribes, that the original land in Eretz all be owned by the same tribe, and so the daughters were commanded not to marry out of the out of the family. If there was a family with only girls, they were commanded to. So that was only that first generation, but that was very, that was difficult. Whenever you Limit people's shidduch options. That's very difficult, and so it was a great happiness on Tuba'av of, Where um, the question, though, is, how do we know that the day that it ended was Tuba'av? of? That, it's not. Uh, we're just saying that there was this event, and we know that it happened on Tu So Illinois abidorza. nachman yom lava Similarly, after the civil war, they allowed uh, Binyamin to come back into marry into Clausro. It says they swore the Isha the Isha. We won't give our daughters to Binyamin. So, uh, my dosh. So, how did they allow it? So, we won't do it, but our children will be allowed to marry into Binyamin. So, that next generation, the Clausro again had that uh, ability. Um, it also is the idea that we need all 12 shvatim and we would, again, be able to have the power of Binyamin and Klai without, part of the reason that Yaakov Inu could not um, be comforted about the loss of Yosef was that Klai needs 12 shvatim and that if we're missing anybody, uh, we can't achieve what Klai can achieve. And so that kind of meant that his dreams were shattered that a unique cuz we need everybody and so the, really once the idea the Binyamin came back in was that this tribe wouldn't be destroyed uh Omar Rab Yom Shikalo bo midbar he says it was the day that the decree that the people who died in the desert would end uh Omar Mar the master taught achilo kolo midbar lohayti bur Moshe. and uh, until that ended it was like a time of anger so really, Tubaav was a sign that we were able to communicate freely with Hashem again after that. That's the uh, um, and how do we know that? Because it says, <speaking in Hebrew> "Hashem spoke to me again." So um, it was a day again that the the communication was uh, was severed. Was it was Hashem was angry with us and it stopped, and the. Uh, um, the interesting thing in the Midrash says that the people uh, would dig their graves and they weren't quite sure exactly who was included in the decree. And they went to bed Tisha B'Av night and uh, every year not everybody got up. And uh, it, I was wondering also if they didn't all know their birthday. You know, they didn't know how old they were. Um, so maybe they didn't know if this was going to, they were included or not. And so, uh, and then at the beginning, they just weren't sure if they had the right night of Tisha B'Av. So on Tuba of it became clear uh, that they uh, that they were going to be okay that they were not included. Um, basically, it meant that uh, um, somebody doesn't have their shidduch. They don't know if they're. Uh, it's meant for them to have a family and be part of a continuation of Klal Yisrael. So it becomes clear on Tuba of that the person couldn't. Yeah. When did they take their graves? On t- on Tishbav. So why did it take until Tu because they they needed they thought their calendars might be off. They might be a few days off. On Tuba, it became clear that it wasn't going to happen. Let's see, Rashi. So he's saying, Till the moon was full. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. how they knew that they weren't off by any dates or anything. Uh huh. Once you see the full moon, <laughs> yeah, moon that's the. Yeah, no, 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 uh-huh. Uh, and nothing happened, they went lay down the next day saying, well, maybe you were off by a day, off by a day, when they finally got to the 15th of a month, it was a full moon, maybe it was already uh-huh. the 15th of a uh-huh. month, and that was, that was uh-huh. the end of Okay, very good, yeah. Um, the, the, the pattern is actually the same as for young Kipper. That's when we found out that the Xavier was lit. I see, I see, right, right, right. Very good, yeah. Let's see the Rashi here about the uh, the people dying in the desert. It's on the left side, like 15 lines up. Shekol ba'masemir, Netanya, kol arba'im shana, all 40 years when we were in the desert. B'kol erev tishav, every erev haya kruz yotze, they would send out the announcement. V'yomar sava likvor, everybody should go and dig. V'ha'yakol echad each person would go out yotze v'chover Lokaver would go and dig their grave for Yashinbo and line it. Shema Yemus, Kodem Maybe they would die um, before they would have a chance to dig it the next day. Kodem uh, So um, I saw why did they do it this way? Because there were thousands of people who died, and the people wanted to stay pure. So they, they didn't want to have to... You would have needed a huge amount of people to dig all these graves. So they... It was a practical thing, in case they were going to die, this way, everybody was in the grave already. It was like easier. Ula And then the morning, the next morning, everybody who was alive, if you're alive, come out. <laughs> you can wake up. you can get out of bed. Vikosha, nefesh And if you had a live soul, Hayu you can get up. Vikosha Osen Vikoshana Hayosin cane. And this exercise they did every year. Ubishnas or Boimshana Asu in the fortieth year they did it the same thing, Ulamachur Amdu Kulam Chaim, and everybody got up. Vakim and Sheroi Kach, everybody looked around and was trying to see who got up and who didn't. Tamu, they wondered. Vi'umru, they said, Shemu, Tobakeshbad, Mikharush, maybe we got to-day wrong. With so Chasbah Shah became They went and they slept there the next night. Adla el even till the night of the 15th, they saw the moon became full. They knew that it was a new, uh, a new, and the 40 years of the decree were done. Uh, that generation made that day for a holiday because that was the day that it became clear. Um, so, um, the question is, did they, it was, it was, they became clear what the Cheshbon was, or was there actually something that was forgiven on that day? Um, Tosus brings uh, most of this. Um, let's, uh, let's take a quick look at Tosus, see the difference here. Yom, bottom Tosus. Yom kolam and I mean, <speaking> kol tishabav, hayo osin kivrayim, they <Hebrew> made their graves, the shokman, they slay lamachar, kruz, yotze, they all got up. That's the first shot. He says the uh, Rashbam says, nobody died the rest of the year, Which is interesting that they, they didn't die then. Tishabov And every Tishabov there was the same amount that died, the twenty one thousand in change and with Ferris Husum is the fruit fruit ola the change added up over 40 years to another 15,000 be sure for Mason McCoy really they died every day uh, they, not just tish above ah Rova mason my but most people died on tish above be uh pusco axera below mason claw nobody died that night Right? It was like even a you know, on a, on a normal day, uh in a huge community, somebody passes away every night. So tuba of nobody died. That's also included in the miracle. Okay. Back to Did him. they know what the decree was in terms of, you know, if you're between this age and this age, you will die in the desert and not make it a Was that something that was known to the So they knew that every that generation, the people that were forty uh forty years uh, did it apply to? The, it didn't apply to people under twenty, or you know. So there were a lot of, there were certain areas where there there was unsurety. Yeah. It didn't apply to the women, right? It didn't. Um, so, what about the Levium? You know, like were they included? That there were some. Yeah, so the, wait, so the women didn't dig their graves. In those right. The women only the men. Right. Right. Uh, and in that last year, though, you mentioned there were some people who maybe didn't know their birth dates, but certainly the majority of the people felt like they knew when they were born. Right. Right. To so there seemed to have been a doubt, right, whether the 40 years was up, how to uh, count it. Well, you know, the 40 years isn't up, if you're not subject to that decree, then why would they would would be afraid? afraid? Right, right. Um, it sounds like everybody dug their grave every year, right? Right, and so, well, what do you mean? It was the decree they should die in the desert, it didn't mean that they would die in the last year. It meant that right. they would die at some point in that year. So, and the day that they would be chosen to pass away would be Tisha Bho. so they all... Um, yeah, it's very interesting how that uh, how that worked out. Um, yeah, there were a lot of questions exactly what the what the cheshbon, uh, was. Okay, moving along. So um, what else happened? Ula Omar Yom Shibito Shebeno Menavat. This was the day <laughs> the roadblocks were finally taken down that impeded Klav Yisrael from going down to the base of Migdush. Uh, Sometimes there are things that prevent a shidduch, where people have their own blocks, things that prevent them from moving on. Uh, So uh, those impediments came down on Tuba'av. And it was a free country. Whoever wanted to, as we turn to today's page, was allowed to uh, go up. Rashi. Now you might have thought this king was the tzaddik, you know, the greatest tzaddik. He allowed, he took down the roadblocks, so Rashi explains he was a wicked king. to there's levels of how But there's levels of how bad. Rock low kamal Yisrael, vainu kamer only. Why is it he wasn't as bad because he did knock down the roadblocks? So at least he allowed people who wanted to uh, to do uh, that. That much could be said for him. Back to the Lukfura. This was the day, um, Dr. Yafi Speaking to what your theory was, or what you were trying to say, was that it wasn't the day where it happened. It was the day that we found out. So here also, the people of Beitar uh, were killed, but the day that that we were able to bury them. In other words, it's the day when certain things, certain realities, are established. That's when. Uh, that's when Tuba of, uh, which is what. Uh, so that, that, that was on Tubav. And on that very same day, Tiknuba Yavna, the sages met in Yavna and they made the bracha Tova Metiv. Tov Sheloh uh, Astriyah. Tov is that uh, the bodies were not uh, um, uh, decomposed. So uh, the interesting thing is, this bracha also was made on wine, a new wine that's brought to the table. And so the question is, what does that have to do with wine? Uh, why is that specific, Le Bracha? Uh So we were talking about benching, that there's the idea that uh, Cloud Yisrael should never give up hope, that even after the worst calamity, uh, there'd be a burial and, uh, and that we could, uh, could put it behind us and start again, that life would go on. That's the way I explained it yesterday. Uh, but uh, what it has to do with wine is interesting. There seems like part of the decree was they used the blood uh, to uh, fertilize the vineyards of the pagans who were living there of the city of Beitar. Not only that, it, so, it sounds like they, uh, the area where the bodies were was like blocked off like a vineyard. So, uh, so there's some kind of connection between a vineyard and this, uh, this story. Um, it could be the uh, idea of a vineyard is the idea of the original sin was with wine. And so the, uh, um, uh, the uh, um, but it's, it's certainly not what you wouldn't expect when somebody brings out a good wine at the table. Ah, remember the Haruge Betar, right? That's the, uh, um, that's, that's the message of the, uh, of the wine at the table. But okay, I'm, I'm not answering it. I'm actually pointing out the, the part of the question um look at uh toptosis teknu Yavna toba mate peish birko I told you there was more to do here that's why there with uh, Rashni tosis it adds on a lot of interesting questions here Totosis peish birko hazon yavna they made toba matetis in benching muhumki now it almost sounds like i 'm not sure if tosis saying it was another step teknu yoser a Jana tova mateis fame movie charge for. Why did they eventually use that bracha for other things, uh, for wine? Why didn't they use it for other things at the meal? Because it was like the, uh, the, the miracle at Beitar was somehow connected to that. Uh, this, that once we had this bracha tova ametiv, so it, it, it made more sense to use it for wine. It was almost like, I wonder if it was two steps, what Tosas trying to say, not sure. Back to the morning. Rav to Yosef, I guess I'm not doing a good job. I'm, I'm raising questions everywhere and not answering. That's one of those days. What? Correct. So what does it have to do with Betar? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. It's it. I see, I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. I think, I think there's a that the uh, bodies were, the bodies that didn't decompose were stored in a vineyard. Okay, that's what Tostas said, t- or they were stored like a vineyard. Um, I, I think also there's the idea with wine that you don't get the wine until you crush the grapes. You know, that that's uh, that's the symbolism of that, uh, the things that they go through, uh, you got to first crush the grapes to get the wine and the grapes, uh, grape juice out. So... Because of all the afflictions and the troubles we went through, uh, we were able to become and get atonement and, and uh, uh, become spiritual. That's also somehow that, that was necessary. Okay. He says it was the day when they finished cutting the wood for the altar. He said from the 15th of Avon on ikoshoma the sun isn't so strong, Gumates in Moroka, and they stopped cutting the wood that no longer was a chore that needed to be done. Lafishisheva because they won't dry out the same way. Let's see Rashi, why does the wood need to be so dry in milikrosshi lahim because the wood was fresh Umoso's man aintevshan, and from Amrashi seven lines down, and from that day on. The sun wouldn't be strong enough to dry them. And we're afraid that if the wood is moist, it'll have worms. Because you're not allowed to use wormy wood uh, on the mezvehach. So they were very specific. Over in Menashe, they had a nickname for that day, Yom Tovar Magol. That was the day where you break the hatchet. Uh, you put away the hatchet. Uh, no longer Mekanvaila from the days after that they had all this time where they didn't have to chop wood. So those that use that extra time and use it for more learning Torah, Rashi Delo Yosef uh Lasuk now you have time. from then, Yosef, if you don't use what's given to you, then it'll be taken away. My Yosef, what does that mean? a person's mother, will bury them, that they'll 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 die before their time. Uh, okay, next. So then we said that, that the daughters of Yushalayim, so there is an idea that this never actually took place, that this is all a gadata, really, the whole idea of the, the daughters of Yushalayim, that it's a spiritual concept, what that is, and that the, uh, the idea of a shidduch is, a, of uh, our shidduch is to come back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's the, and that uh, when do we come back to our remarry HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Yom Kippur? That's the Hashem is the is the partner is the is the whole idea of Shekhinah is that uh, we're like the woman that was sent away and Hashem took us back and so this idea that it's a day of marriage it's a day of and that's why Tuba of is this day where the sin of the golden calf was forgiven it's the time when we have a chance to learn more Torah it's the time when we get Klal Yisrael uh, Binyamin back so all of those things have to do with reconnecting to a Kodesh Baruch and so. We said, though, that part of reconnecting, you, you have to make sure that uh, people aren't embarrassed. You have to make sure to respect alokim and each person, and part of that is to avoid uh, the competition or the embarrassment that some people have nicer dresses than others. So, bas bas so it's interesting that feels the need to tell us who would borrow from who. Uh, bas garu, mi bas bas mi bas Unless it's telling us that each one uh, went a stage down. They didn't have to go all the way down, but they, they downgraded a little. Uh, V'Kol Yisrael, but the Yisrael, who was all on the same stage, they would just borrow from each other. The it's v'ayas, Now, if you're not downgrading, so why, what's the purpose? The purpose is that uh, somebody who has to borrow won't be embarrassed. But it's interesting because these different levels are, um, I guess, that's have to do with wealth. Right, it's status, but the right. but still, some people have a higher status, but they still everybody downgraded, right? That's a, but in status, but it could be that you're when you're downgrading, it could be this one who's wealthier. It's, uh-huh. it's interesting. Whereas yes, yes, yeah, I, I hear what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, so then we said that the umr of lazar. Um, so then we said that you had to tovel everything. Yeah, so umr of lazar, even if. They weren't worn in a long time. They were fresh out of the. Um, they still in order. The, the this idea they needed everything would be pure. Um, let's see, Rashi. Mibas shuhu Rashi said the kain was one of those head hanchos. He was like the king of the kohanim, and he was close to the kings. Skan kain chashemuna takas kain liyos takda he says the skan was the replacement coin Gado on Yom Kippur. Im Apostle M'Ka'in Gado B'Yom Kippur Misham Ezeh Ska'an Taktav. Mishuach who's the warrior Ka'in He's the announcer. Mi Isha Yor V'Rach Afilu M'Kufla N'munaka that's called Ishkarun. <laughs> in the box. Uh, it's just interesting that uh, uh, um, the, the, you have an old French word for clothing in the box. So you got to go out of the box over here for this shidduch. Okay. So then we said um, that the benos Israel, they would go out to the vineyard. So they all say the vineyards had to be in the Erev, right? Otherwise, where were they? If it was Yerav Kippur. You couldn't travel outside the t'kum. So a person who didn't have a isha wife would go there. So we said that the women would say different, uh, uh, different things. They would stress different things. So, Tanu Rabbanas, Yofi Those that had Yofi, they would stress, Tanu the Yofi Isha Yofi. One of the purposes of the wife is that the husband shouldn't uh, stray and be uh, tempted to look elsewhere, that he should be satisfied and so uh, should be protected from the Yitzhahara. And so he's protected if he has attraction to the wife. And so that's, uh, that's, that's the, they, they, uh, they would, um, so it's not a bad thing that the wife should be attractive to the husband. Miuchas, it's not a bad thing. That's, that's an important thing. Miuchas, and those that are miuchas, they would say, and Mishpachel, a nisha because because uh, the importance of a woman is for children. And if you come from good stock, then you have good children. Rashi, by the way, says, um, what it says that a woman is for banim is banim, sometimes banim means sons, and sometimes it means children. Rashi says it means boys or girls. It's interesting. He feels the need to say that. You'll have good daughters. <laughs> and, and, and then he says, like, everybody wants them. I don't know why that's important as well, but okay. Back to the Mark. Have a yofi, right? Well, let me ask you this. What if a person was yichus and beauty? So is it, uh, was, was one exclusive of the other? Or in other words, if you have beauty, that's the first thing you should say. If you don't have beauty, then you go to yichus. Or, I don't know. But couldn't there have been beautiful mu- who have yichus and beauty? Of so which one would they call out? <laughs> they have time for both? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess. Right. Um, uh, now, uh, those that are, don't have, uh, now I assume they're ugly and they don't have yichus, right? What would they say? Uh so that, this is hard to understand because that's not a sales point. You know, take me L'shem Shemayin. Um, there is an idea that um, the famous Beza the, the Levi, uh, he married a woman uh, when he lost his wife. He, uh, he took his second wife, had like 10 children or eight children, with eight children. And uh, they asked him, like, you know, that was a big burden to carry, to carry for, care for all those orphans. And he said he married Naguna because no one else was willing to marry this woman. And so, yeah, in other words, there, there is a special sad for a person who could marry a woman who, you know, would, would not be able to get married. Like, he, you know, that... I don't know if that was a joke or that's what he told people, but that's that, that's brought down what... Um, it's, uh, the, um... Uh, the... I, 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 my guess is that just, I mean, your marriage, for the sake of marriage, you don't have to emphasize anything. You know, that's, uh... But, um... That this belvad she trying to presume so Rashi learns it's a different thing. He says the uh, that, that this is after marriage. That this is a separate subject. That in general, when you get married, you have to make sure that the women have a nice allowance to buy nice things. Uh, that that's the halacha that you're supposed to mechavid the wife more than what you're used to. She should be allowed to have a, a allowance to buy nice things. Let's look at that Rashi real quick. She after marriage, Titnu uh, Lanu, Takshitim, give us things. So the more thing that's what you're going to tell them when you get married, pick me and, and give me a good Umilsa be Almahu. It's a separate thing, clummer. But and Almu boshim know that that's expected. A husband should uh, clothe them well. E- even if the wife didn't bring much to the marriage, you still have to uh, that's what a person should do. And that, it's interesting that it finishes on this, uh, this vein. Um, the simple of it is that we talk about fast days. Uh, that's this, the major subject, the sad days. So we're talking about the future. That in the future, there will be, Hashem will make a at Uh Not only will we have a moed, but we'll have a circle dance. It's, it's, it's a unique basking in the Shekina. So And he's going to actually be with us. That's the idea, to have Hashem Shekhinah with us, in between us in Ganeidin. Um, this on, on the Kriyas Yamsuf, it says, Ra shifka alayam, the shifka saw and said, Ze this is my Hashem. So how do you say this? So there's the idea that we live in a world of darkness where we try to see Hashem, but sometimes we can't see Him. And in moments where there's gilish we can point to Him. That's this idea of saying, Ze, Ze this is my Hashem. And we're saying in the future, people can point to Hashem with their fingers. Shinam reviyo, mahu. It's also say, etz the finger of Hashem. Ze'ah, kavino, lov'yosheh asem, kevinu lov'nigavis rishso, hanlev sho'shaprocha, mislicha leh, miset this Okay, Yashikoyach, everybody. Have a great day. And um, again, and Mazel Tov, and Yashikoyach, and Yashikoyach. Uh, we look forward to Megillah together uh, uh, tomorrow.